0: Uh, do you have uh, uh, taste guidelines, stuff that you would not uh, play on the air?
1: Oh, yes. Pretty much the same guidelines that apply to this program,
0: <laughs> I would say. <laughs> uh, uh, more specifically, what would those guidelines be? Well, there, of course, are the seven words,
2: and uh, there are certain subjects like we can't go into. Three, two, one, zero,
3: Oh my god. <laughs> hey, you!
1: Yeah, you! Come here for a minute! I wanna talk to you!
3: <laughs> Mama says your brain, Dad, bang your head against the wall. <laughs> I can't find peace of mind, brain needs an overhaul. Head brain dad, we're all the same You can't break uh, straight When uh, heart is uh, in pain uh, Turn, turn around, around, hit the ground Time to lay a burden
4: down
3: The trail, no, I ain't going to lie to you.
1: <laughs>
3: Good
0: guys, bad boys, we're all the same. Saved by grace is the name of the game. Turn around, hit the ground, time to lay your burden down. Well, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is that? <laughs> did, did you capture... Tony hey. laughing and
4: alter it. <laughs> oh. The laughing at the. <laughs>
0: is it...
5: No, that's that's not Tony altered, is it? <laughs> no, that's Petey the parrot.
4: <laughs> it's Petey the parrot. It's
5: a parrot named Petey. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Between the laughing and the dying donkey, I was wondering what kind of show we were going to have. Speedy
5: the Parrot. So, who was the sound clip of in the very beginning of the show? I totally
0: lost it after (laughs) the the sound effects started.
5: That's Uh, Dr. Demento. Was it? Yeah, on the David Letterman show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Dr. Demento. It's been so long. It has. Did you ever see what he looked like? No. No, I I only heard it. He looked like a com- a comedic version of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> he had kind of a big bushy beard, but he was a thin skinny guy and he wore a top hat. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he's a trip.
0: Well, I'll have to savor that Pete, Pete his visual
5: pet. <laughs> yeah. Pete his pet well, Welcome to the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show
0: We're off to a quick
5: start here. <laughs> Yes yes, we are uh, This week uh, the topic is uh, Step 12 Revealed And uh, quoting from uh, A General Path Through the 12 Steps uh, By Patrick Games Helping others is a significant part of the program And there are many ways the program gets passed on When you live the program and share it with others, you are carrying the message, especially when you sponsor new members. In practicing the 12th step, you will find the following. Are you ready? Here they are. By witnessing to others, your appreciation of the program and the program's impact on your life deepens. By hearing the stories of new members, you are reminded of where you were when you started. By uh, modeling to others, you become aware that you need to practice what you preach. (laughs) By giving to others, you develop bonds with new people who really need you. By helping others, you give what you have received. And by supporting new beginnings, you revitalize your own efforts. Some of the uh, the benefits of staying in the program, working with other people, and practicing Step 12. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, but before we do
4: that... Hey, 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 it's time for shout-outs! Shout-outs! <laughs> Tony's got some shout-outs. Yeah, good morning. We have a ton of shout-outs. Yes, we do. If I mispronounce your name, I do apologize in advance. All righty, here we go. Chris, Patrick, Greg, Bob, Butch, Jenny, Gail, Bruce, Rich, Tanner, Marilyn, Linda, Susan, Sherry, Doug, Delmer, Sarov, Jim, Michael, Dave, Bill, Sabrina, Dennis, Shannon, Joseph, Kyle, Keith, Rhonda, Devin, Mark, Anton, Fardos, Ariana, Kevin, Kenneth, Casey, Marco, Rogers, Denise, Heather, and Dawn.
5: Excellent. Whoosh! That is a
4: list, Woo. isn't it? Welcome, everybody. That's yeah. a, lot, lot
5: of, <laughs> it was a lot of comments Excellent. this week. Thank you for um, participating. Yeah, thank you, everybody. So, before we get into uh, the rest of the show, let's talk about poop. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You got your Dollar Shave Club. I got
5: thinking. my Dollar
4: Shave Club. I was just looking oh, through boy. mine yesterday. I just got it yesterday. I'm like, whoa.
5: <clears throat> well, the average person poops about. <laughs> I wonder if I can make it through this. <laughs> The average person. <laughs> we're praying.
0: Maybe you don't.
5: the reason we're talking about this is because when you get into recovery and you get healthy, sometimes things change bodily. And it oh might yeah, scare, you're telling me that it might scare you a bit.
4: <laughs> just well, the
5: average person poops about once a day, but the normal range spans from three times a day to once every three days. Once every <laughs> three days. Uh, So hypothetically speaking That means you could create nine poops In the time another person makes just one (laughs) Okie dokie Statistics Um, But how come Well how often you poop is influenced by several factors And here they are (laughs) I've shortened for the show of course Uh, Genetics is one Above all else your poop schedule is Genetically programmed That's right you probably poop however often your parents did
4: Mine must be combined because I poop a lot <laughs> Does that mean your
5: parents Never Oh mind. my god uh, yeah, Let's move along yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry uh, <laughs> diet. diet A high fiber diet uh, And fluids that can cause you to go more frequently Exercise uh, Slobbing around on the couch all day Can lead to slower gut movement Which means less pooping <laughs> So you couch potatoes, you don't have to get up as often. Uh, age, the older you are, the less you poop. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
4: That's so not true. Uh,
5: that's a trip. That's uh... Yeah. The more you pee at night, but the less you poop during the day. <laughs> and, of course, illness, some chronic illnesses can determine the amount more or less. Um, in the end, unless it's really extreme, how often you poop shouldn't really cause you <laughs> any alarm.
4: There you go. At least you'll have a clean <coughs> colon. Thank
5: you, Shave Club.
4: <laughs> there is one that I would, yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. Won't go. The
5: Dollar Shave Club.
4: Uh, James got his own handle. They gave me a free handle, so now he has a uh, handle
0: on it He has hand. his Monogra- own handle. monogrammed or. So huh?
1: now, now he's got a handle on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got
4: a handle on it. I had to paint his blue though, like the little bubble part and the yeah. bottom. Yeah. So that way, so we know you guys this, can
5: tell the difference. Yeah. What okay. What color's yours? Pink.
4: Mine is the regular color it comes with I believe it's orange, but I covered his with blue.
5: Oh. Uh, oh, you colored it for him. Oh, yeah, I painted you it. You got an orange one.
4: <clears throat> well, I, it's silver, but the little bubble on the bottom right, is orange. Yeah.
5: Right. There you go. All right. Well, that's that's good. What can I Stop say? Stop
4: right there.
5: <laughs> oh, okay. It's time oh. for Monty <laughs>
4: Man's weekly wine. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right. <A> baby. <clears throat> And I'm gonna let Denver share in this because I'm kind of on the same page with him. Uh, Denver posted something on Facebook.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, and and it, it's it, a, it's a it's a it's you have a good point. It got a lot of feedback. Get it, Good point. We <laughs> we, we haven't got it yet. okay, no, they will yeah, yeah. so share. Well no, go ahead. okay, it's your wine. so so okay, in the name of illness and disease, there are some parts of the country that have needle exchange. Right, And so they will give out free syringes to intravenous drug users in the hopes that they won't share needles and spread more illness. There's all sorts of justifications for it, but that's one of the reasons. Uh, Some parts of the country actually have programs for... And they're very strict. But if you can prove you're homeless and you can... Prove a whole bunch of things; mm-hmm. they'll actually help you with assistance with methadone, uh, Suboxone, Vivitrol, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're rare, but they do happen. So we were wondering, okay, if addiction is a disease, and and I, I personally believe that it is, um, that it is at the very least a an a illness. The uh, the brain is sick; it's a mental illness. To some degree, um, but if that is the case, and we're using that to justify giving out free needles and free medication, free treatment, free treatment, then why aren't diabetics
3: mm-hmm. who have
5: to use syringes or epipen things and medication? Why aren't we given free In medication May. and stuff? We have an illness too,
3: mm-hmm.
5: and so I thought that was that's a good point. So, Mark, what do you think? What's going on here, man?
1: I th- I think it's a great conspiracy, is what it
0: is. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, here it da, goes da, da. On <clears throat> mm. Elaborate on that, please.
3: Yes.
1: Well, uh, you know, I have experience with that, just like some right. of the others do. And what cracks me up about it is. Um, a simple little thing like the little strip, mm-hmm. yes, that you put in your meter and your to te- test your blood. Yeah, cost um, a small fortune. Cost they're a hundred bucks. Yep. a box. No, for two. Well, for, for two. Uh, two little for containers. 100, 100, yeah, right. Yeah, a hundred bucks, and that's a dollar. They strip. made such uh-huh. a big deal out of it that um, your my in, my insurance won't pay for it. Wow! So it goes to Medicare. And then they have this bureaucratic paperwork that you've got to go through uh, in order to – and then the pharmacy and the doctor start playing this game. Well, we're waiting on the doctor. No, the pharmacy already got this. No, we're waiting on the doctor on and on and on.
5: Yeah. I know. It's it's ridiculous. And all it is is a piece of paper with a little magnetic strip on it that causes the meter to read it. You can't tell me it costs a hundred bucks to produce a hundred things.
4: Oh no, it's like ten cents. Each. I mean, it's
5: it's yeah. So why do active addicts get free medication and free free paraphernalia, but those of us in recovery who are diabetic, we, we don't get ours for free. No.
0: Here's uh, another <clears throat> end of that rub uh, from where I'm coming from. I'm fortunate to be on the Oregon health plan. Yeah, me right. Too. Uh, And I realized I I took up a job and they wanted to put me on full time. So I contacted Oregon Health Plan and told them it was a temporary full time position. And uh, they said, well, if you make above this amount, we have to take your insurance away. Well, I'm on uh, a a large financial amount of meds, and then I also get eye shots once a month that run over two grand a piece. Mm hmm. I lost my insurance when I made a few pennies. I'm like five times below the poverty level anyways, you know, and and they took my insurance away. So that forces me to make a decision. As I get healthier and better, you want to work and succeed. Right. But I'm to a point where I'm forced not to work full time if I choose to have my eye treatment and my medication so i I'm in a double bind here do i it is a double bind do I work and pay most of my paycheck because not a lot of people's going to want to pick up four thousand dollars worth of eye shots a month insurance wise mm-hmm. there's going to be a, a mm-hmm. copay on that that's going to eat up half of my paycheck, so do I want to work <clears throat> full time and pay most of it to medical or do I want to uh step back and not work? Even though I'm able, I'm sober now, you know, things are going well. I'm trying to climb up and and live the life that I was intended to live. But I'm forced to not work full time to keep these organ Health benefits at this time. And it's frustrating. And I'm sympathetic to anyone out here who is battling with medical and uh, insurance and the whole conspiracy uh, thing. You know, it's rotten.
5: And I don't think it's a theory. I think it's true. I do think yeah. it's true also. I think it is a conspiracy and I think it is, I think it's horrible and it's, it, it's we're, we're told right. to become productive members of society and then we get punished when we do. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I'm
0: I'm yeah. uh, I have no problem working full or part-time, you know, to keep my health insurance, but I would like to make a little bit more money. The second I make a little bit more, they say no, you're denied.
5: Right. And if and, you don't think and if you don't think the government control isn't in, in in both branches of government you're 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 kidding yourself i don't care if you're conservative or if you're if or a liberal I, I don't it, it's going on in every form and they they want in your pocket and they're not they're relentless
3: mm-hmm. yeah it
5: doesn't matter what color tie you're wearing it does not it's dirty it is it's dirty. wrong so, there you, so that's a legitimate wine. So here, here's kind one. of a sort of legitimate wine. Maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not about poop, is it? <clears throat> no. Good.
5: I like the poop
0: thing. See,
4: and I don't get that. People talk about, like, sexing stuff all day, and then you talk about poop, and it's, it's like...
0: Some people. people
4: are disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to touch that. That's, that's
5: dirty. <laughs> that's dirty. Oh no. Um, uh, okay, so we uh, we went to the our life group went to the th- the movies and um and I'll share the win about that in a minute. But first, let me tell you. So we went to a, a movie theater in Salem. The, the movie we went to see is only playing in two places in the entire state. And uh, of course it was sold out I mean it just Every night was sold out So we get in line And we, we get let in And they played the movie back to back Which is kind of unusual Usually they give you some time to clean the theater Before they let you in And then you're usually in an hour beforehand To watch all the pre-stuff and commercials and everything So we we get in right away Now I'm handicapped So it's very difficult for me to go up these Ramp things To find a place to sit And once I get in my theater seat I'm in it You know what I mean I'm not getting out of that thing for an hour and a half You're going to have to pry that seat off my dead cold hands So to speak Before I get out of it (laughs) So we get in Everybody's in the theater And here comes this guy Bless his little heart He's only doing his job And he says Are you guys here for the second showing? And we say yes He goes I'm sorry you'll have to all get up and leave why? We have to clean the theater.
4: Burn it down. I'm
5: telling you, right?
4: <laughs> and I'm like,
5: I just paid five bucks for a hot dog, and you're making me get back up right? again? Seriously? No. I'm handicapped. I'm staying. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sir. You're going to have to leave. Because we want the theater to be clean for you. I wanted to said, clean this, buddy. I mean, I wanna check. <clears throat> then we had to stand outside of the theater...
4: You had to stand back outside. Almost 30 (laughs) minutes! (gasps) Yeah, bring it down. Mm-hmm. Burn mm-hmm.
5: that theater
4: mm-hmm. down.
0: Did you eat another five dollar hot dog? Yes, I did. <laughs> Mission accomplished. And I
5: uh, yeah, right, right. It's part <laughs> there, it's all the conspiracy. It's, it's all, all, all in nuts. on it, man. Yes, and yes. I it, yep, yep. The theaters are run by the US government. Well, uh
0: enlighten no, <laughs> us on the win part. What was the
5: movie? All right. So there there is uh, Yes. There is a win. All right, so the the movie was, I can only imagine, and it was the true story of Bart, who is the lead singer for Mercy Me, the uh, contemporary Christian band, and they're called Mercy Me because he had, a, I think it was an aunt or a grandma used to say, "Oh, Mercy Me," you know, like the little old ladies uh-huh. do back in the Bible Belt, "Mercy Me." So that's why why they called it that. But it's a, it's a true story about his abusive father, and how God got a hold of his father. He turned his life over to Christ and how his father changed and they became the best of friends. Um and how that song I can only imagine became the song that put Mercy Me on the map. Uh-huh. And it has to date, it is the most listened to and most downloaded Christian song in history. Uh-huh. Um as far as songs that have been able to be recorded on on, on digital media. So uh-huh. I'm it's not You know, it's not bigger than Amazing Grace or some of these other ones. But as far as modern day music goes, and it's a story of reconciliation between his son and his father. And it it was powerful. It was very, very powerful. We saw them, didn't we? Yes, we did. We yeah. did see them. We I saw remember them at Fish Fest. That story, yeah, yeah. We saw them at Fish Fest. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, yeah, so it was. That was definitely a win. It was well worth having to get up and
0: two hot dogs, two, and a, yeah, <laughs> and a travel outside.
5: And let me just say, there's something about. I know they're they're overpriced, but there's something about movie hot dogs with popcorn on them. Yum, yum, uh, yum, on yum, them? Yum. On them, yes. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. That's... There's
4: something, too, about movie theater Sprite. I don't know what it is. It just has this taste to it. It's not S- like... Sprite? Yeah.
5: They keep their
0: fingers
4: out of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Just from the movie theater. Movie theater <laughs> Sprite is amazing. They don't stick their fingers in it. <laughs> Well it's better than that.
5: <laughs> no, don't point at it. It's Perrier. We, so Denver brought into the studio some <laughs> supposedly strawberry-flavored Perrier. Perrier. But we all know... That The strawberry flavoring and Well, most berry flavors. stuff Never artificial
4: berry flavoring things Ever again, people
5: Comes from an interesting source Which we've talked about before We will not talk about this week
4: <laughs>
0: Research it, people
5: Yeah, research it Alright, so we're going to take a break And we come back and we'll take 12 <clears throat> Trivia and then the topic So don't go away, listen to this <clears throat> Turn around, hit the ground Time to lay a burden down Hey, you got something to say? Are you looking for the best and most affordable way to broadcast your podcast? Well, Podomatic makes reaching a massive audience simple with free podcasts, customizable embedded players, and promotional tools. It's home to the world's largest directory of independent podcasters, including DJs, talk shows, educational programs, and so much more. Best of all, a basic account is absolutely free and no special skills are required to set up your show to broadcast your podcast visit www.podomatic.com that's p-o-d-o-m-a-t-i-c.com and let the world hear what you've got to say
0: this is Chris Schroeder you are listening to
1: take12radio.com recovery talk and positive music
3: dun
5: So, here comes...
2: Well, zippity doodah and zippity day, it's time to do that thing we love to play. A little take 12 trivia coming your way. And here. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. It's sponsored by that award winning magazine, the 12 Step Gazette. Visit their website at 12stepgazette.com. Whew. I almost forgot. Okay, now take it away, the monkey man.
4: Oh, yeah, sound effects now. <laughs> do, do they hear
0: that out there, too?
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy.
5: Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Yay. Okay, uh, so uh, because we're doing uh, 12-step reveal, 12-step trivia. Oh, Lord.
4: Let's see
5: how you it's do. It's like a pop
4: quiz. <laughs> that right, S- Saint it,
5: Patty Day
4: quiz I know, I'm surprised. Kind.
5: No, I didn't do Saint Patty Day. Okay. <clears throat> I don't believe in it. I'm not even sure what that means. I don't believe in it. <laughs> what does that mean?
4: I hate it. Because you didn't
5: know. want to talk about it is what it about. means. <laughs> so if you get it wrong, of course you get the fluff machine and if you get it right, you get a bell. And uh this may be more difficult or easier than you think. Okay. We'll see, Marv, won't we?
1: Yeah, I already feel like I'm on the spot.
5: (laughs) (laughs) He's been looking at you a lot. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Oh, by the way, Marv's here today. Yeah. Uh, Tony's here today.
4: (laughs) Morning. Denver's here
0: today. Oh, yes, I am. Okay. Uh,
5: According to... Bonnie, Yes? Are you here? I'm not (laughs) sure. (laughs) Somewhere in there. Uh, According to uh, the third paragraph of the chapter working... In the third paragraph of the chapter, Working with Others... What is our only aim What is our only aim Here are your choices To sponsor a newcomer To criticize or to be helpful Denver what is it <clears throat> What was the choices According to the third paragraph of the cha- In the chapter working with others What is our only aim To sponsor a newcomer To criticize or to be helpful Be helpful <clears throat>
4: Tony I say to sponsor a newcomer
5: Okay. What do you say, Marv? Uh,
1: I'm thinking be helpful.
5: To be helpful. Tony, sorry.
4: Oh. I was going to say be helpful, too. Yeah,
5: I wanted to sponsor. Too late. So you guys are correct. (laughs) It is to be helpful. Okay, uh, number two. According to this chapter, if the alcoholic shows any indication that he wants to stop drinking, you should have a good talk to the person most interested in him. This is usually who? His priest or pastor? His wife or his employer? Tony? His wife. Denver? What did she just say? <laughs> what about us that ain't married? <laughs>
4: what, what did she just say?
5: <laughs> wife. Wife? What do you say, Marv? Yeah, wife. It is the wife. Yep. Uh, number three. According to this chapter, if the alcoholic wants to quit for good, and if he would go to any extreme to do so, then his attention should be drawn to you as a person who has what? Oh, God. A... Work the steps, B, recovered, or C, has a relationship with a higher power. <sighs> Those are all good. Mm-hmm. So his attention should be drawn to you as a person who has worked the steps, recovered, or has a relationship with a higher power. What do you think, Marv?
1: I'm going to say work the steps. Work
5: the steps? Tony?
4: Yeah, I was thinking of that too. Denver? Wow. <laughs> it's,
1: it's hard isn't it
5: yeah uh, because I
0: yeah, the answer is probably gonna be steps but I want a higher power
5: do you yeah, well, yeah you, I do you would all be incorrect oh right. good yeah your attention should be drawn to uh, to you as a person who has recovered oh man. yep yep, yep I'm yep, sorry yep. Kristen <laughs> <laughs> I must... know that that free trip to to Bali <laughs> is fading away um according to this chapter it is our belief that any scheme of combating alcoholism which proposes to shield the sick man from temptation will do what oh god will it help him to succeed is it doomed to failure or will it give him a fighting chance
4: can you reread the Ooh,
5: question? Yes. Know. According to this chapter, it is our belief that any scheme of combating alcoholism which proposes to shield the sick man from temptation will do what? Help him to succeed, Do is doomed to failure, or will give him a fighting chance? Want to take a stab at it, Denver? Yeah, doomed for failure. Okay. Tony? Yeah.
4: Yeah. That sounds good.
5: Marv? Yep. You guys are correct. Woo-hoo! It is doomed for failure. Yes, indeed. And here's your bonus. Oh, oh, oh good. A ready? bonus. <laughs> the bonus. According to this chapter, we are to remind the prospect that his recovery is not dependent upon people.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: What is it dependent upon? Here are your choices: service work, God, or reading the big book. God. Denver. <laughs> All the above, but I'm going with God. God. God, you guys are correct. It is dependent upon God. Remind, remind the prospect that his recovery is not dependent on people, but is dependent on his relationship with God. There you go.
4: When did Cecil go country? That's
0: Benny Hill. That's Benny Hill. Oh. <laughs> that ain't country. Barb, you know Benny Hill? I'm. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit it goes a long being way the with
3: that. I know you, nobody. You've
0: never seen Benny Hill? I only uh, know Google who that him is. up. Okay. It'll, Maybe it'll change your life.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. <clears throat> so uh, I'm going to open to uh, the page. Uh, this is on page 89 of the third edition of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, <gasps> The thing that's interesting about this step Is that there's an entire chapter Dedicated to it Unlike any of the other steps Now we've been doing The steps revealed uh, We've we've done some other shows In between many of them But we've been going through these Now if you want to go back And download all the way from Step 1 revealed All the way to here You can do that on Podomatic And you can also do it on YouTube uh, and you can get there by going to Take12Radio.com um, But everything that we've been doing as far as step the steps go Has been leading up to this point Now, in the text on the website It says that we, when we got into recovery We were misinformed And the question that I posed was Who misinformed us? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to reveal that here in just a minute But And what we re, were we misinformed about? Uh, Before I do that, though, I want to read just this first um, first two paragraphs of Chapter 7, Working with Others, Step 12. Uh, Practical experience shows that nothing will so much ensure immunity from drinking as intensive work with other alcoholics. It works when other activities fail. This is our 12th suggestion. It's another word for step. Carry this message to other alcoholics. You can help when no one else can. You can secure their confidence when others fail. Remember, they are very ill. Life will take on... Now, here's the promise. Mm -hmm. And this is also the promise at the beginning of this step. It's going to tell you the promise of it now. Life will take on new new meaning. Mm -hmm. That's a promise. To watch people recover. That's a promise. To see them help others. To watch loneliness vanish, to see a fellowship grow about you, to have a host of friends. This is an experience you must not miss. We know you will not want to miss it. Frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of our lives. Mm -hmm. So, when you first got into the rooms of recovery, Tony, Mm -hmm. why did you come in?
4: Honestly, I came in because the law told me to. So the law <laughs> the
5: law told you to come in. If Nud- I have to I like be it. bluntly honest, like so a it. nudge of the judge, a right? nudge
4: of the judge, yeah. And okay. then after probably a good six months, I finally wanted to be there after okay. relapsing a couple times. <clears throat> so why'd treatment. you want
5: to, Why'd you want to be there?
4: Well, I mean, six months isn't a long time when you're first getting sober, but I yeah. finally started seeing slight little tweaks, like positive tweaks in life. like So
5: you're cha- your life was changing.
4: Yeah. And mm-hmm. I could finally see it and feel it and I felt great and I've, I was probably on a pink cloud too. I won't lie, but I just, I wanted That's it finally.
3: Yeah.
4: Like it, there was just something in me saying, <clears throat> okay, you know, you wondered how these people can be happy now you're finally feeling it. Now I, I want more. Like that was my drug. Okay. AA in the rooms.
5: Okay. Marv, when you first came in, why did you come in? I was coerced. You were coerced? Yeah. Yeah, you came in the, because yeah. you thought you were helping somebody else, right? My yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah my alcoholic wife. Right. Oh. <clears throat> but that's not what kept me going back. No. But we'll, we'll to talk about that here in a minute. That's wonderful. That I, is awesome. I like that. So yeah. he he got hooked. Yeah. Literally. He got the Literally. hook came out and snagged him. Okay, Denver, why did you first when you first came into recovery, why did I, you come in?
0: I had lots of uh, not nudges but shoves. From the judge But that's not why mm-hmm. uh, I had resolved myself That I would continue to drink And I just sold everything But uh, I had taken in a few meetings And I've heard the term Sick and tired of sick and tired Right I honestly got sick and tired Of, of waking up sick Okay You know And sure. I, I checked myself in Teen Challenge I had no other options You finally run yourself down that far Right And
5: it's just I gotta do something different Gotta do something different I wanted to get sober so, so I came in, uh, <clears throat> bottom line is I wanted the pain to stop. Yeah. I, I wanted the madness. Something had to change. I just, mm-hmm. it just had to. Um, did anybody in this room come in for the purpose of helping somebody else when we first walked in the doors? <laughs> Heck no.
0: It wasn't on the brain about that. Right. No.
5: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You thought you were helping your wife, well, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but that was to get her off your back, right, or to get her to stop drinking so you could be more comfortable, maybe, or
1: uh, was it about
5: you really, or? Well, I suppose.
1: Yeah. You know, it was. I, uh, you know, and I had two kids, and uh, uh, the havoc. Right. Was the chaos is crazy terrible.
0: yeah can I ask uh, both of you were drinking together, or I mean, I don't know much of your past
1: uh, you
5: you were drinking also with her, and
1: somewhat yeah
0: yeah, okay
5: so my point is, none of us, <clears throat> and I've never met anybody. That initially walked through the doors of whether it was a faith-based treatment program, whether it was AA, whether it was Celebrate Recovery, Alcoholics for Christ, whatever it was, NACA. I've never met anybody that came in for the initial reason to help another person.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the other side <clears throat> of enabling. So,
5: <laughs> so I was informed. By someone that the reason I was there, the whole sole purpose I was there was to stop drinking. You want to know who told me that? I did.
3: Oh,
5: ah. We were misinformed by ourselves. Oh yeah. Because we wanted the pain to stop. We wanted something to change, and we didn't. We didn't know any better, right? Uh I mean, you know, we had heard things like. You know, people say, hey, go do this. It, you, you might be able to get some help, or you definitely need some help. Why not try this? Yeah. You know, uh, or that kind of thing. Or some people literally walked by a meeting hall and saw people laughing and they walked in and they wanted to know what was going on. I mean, mm-hmm. th- 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 there are all sorts of reasons, but primarily it was because something was happening in our lives and we didn't like where it was going. Mm-hmm. So we kind of misinformed ourselves that this was now in the beginning. Yeah, that's why we're there. But it's interesting because the true reason why we're there is to learn how to become of maximum service to God and the people he puts in our lives. And we're not able to do that if we're... Sticking needles in our arms, smoking bong hits, and drinking booze. Uh-huh. I mean, for those of us who are allergic, or of the addicted or alcoholic variety, we yeah. we, we don't effectively help people when we're in that state. Uh-huh. Um, and I did not know that. I I didn't realize that. It was like our friend Mike D says it 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 it's bait and switch. You know, you think you're coming in here to get sober. You think you're coming in here to get clean. You're really in here because God has higher plans for you. Yeah. He wants to use your experience to help other people. And so God will pick what some of us might consider the lowest of the low and clean them up and do amazing things through our 12-step fellowships. Yeah. And through the working of these steps, if we will follow directions you know, and and do some very simple things that may be difficult, but they're simple. Um, so the purpose for all this is, whoops, surprise. <laughs> gotcha. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it, you know, so I took um, I, I I took something out of a book called uh, A Hunger for Healing by J. Keith Miller. And, and I've got a handout to you guys. Uh, it says... Step 12 is considered to be so important that it takes up much more space in the literature than any other step. It's almost three steps in one. I've decided or I've divided it into three parts to look at in this chapter. Number 1, having had a spiritual awakening. Number 2, we tried to carry the message to others. And number 3, to practice these principles in all our affairs. So may I just preface this by saying you cannot have a spiritual awakening as a result of steps you haven't done. Yep. Because as, as a result of these steps, right, so that's why we've gone through this, and that's why so many people are adamant, and they're get, they get called big book thumpers and stuff. That's because it works. Mm-hmm. The program which is in that book, the directions, not in the 12 and 12, but the directions in the big book, if followed... They work. So here's having had a spiritual awakening, and I like this, especially for people <clears throat> that are first come in and they have confusion about religion and faith and all that kind of thing. I like how uh, Jay Keith Miller puts this. Number one, in the 12-step community, the word spiritual usually doesn't mean the same thing as the word religious. For many, spiritual refers to being in touch with and living on the basis of reality, A spiritual woman, for instance, would be in touch with her own reality, her own feelings, her own controlling and diseased behaviors and character defects, as well as her own preciousness and gifts. She would be in touch with the reality of other people and with ultimate reality in the experience of a higher power, God. In that sense, a spiritual awakening, whatever else it might include, is an awakening to seeing and dealing with reality in one's own life and in relationships with other people and with God. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's why it breaks down <clears throat> a spiritual awakening. And those things, I, until I did that step work, I wasn't in touch with any reality, let alone my own.
3: Yeah,
5: <clears throat> I, I mean, I was out in La La Land somewhere. Um, number two, <clears throat> we tried to carry the message to others. In mm-hmm. the 12 Steps, where people learn about God through their own experiences with him, there is no need to persuade with theology or verbal arguments. We let pain do the persuading because we know that it is only through pain that the hunger for healing comes that will make us ready to admit our powerlessness. We know that until the pain of our lives was greater than the fear of swallowing our pride and going for help, we were not hungry enough for healing to go for for it through the 12 steps. And then number three, and practice these principles in all our affairs. When we first read that we were to practice these principles in our affairs, some of us didn't understand. How could we use the 12 steps to deal with conflict in a personal relationship or a decision about buying a house? Gradually, we realize that practicing principles means taking specific, usable pieces of truth out of the larger truths and applying the <clears> smaller <throat> principles in a different situation. <clears throat> One of the uh shows that we that we've done in the past that we have rebroadcast on Podomatic has been applying the twelve steps and twelve traditions in your personal and family life mm-hmm. with Carol Ann Preston. Uh and that's that's what that's about. It, being able to apply these principles, not just from the steps, but from the traditions as well. Mm-hmm. Things like being self-supporting, getting a job, learning how to pay your, your bills, things like that. Um so <clears throat> There's a whole bunch of stuff in the big book on how to work with others. Mm. Now, there's this school of thought in some 12-step circles that says that sponsorship was never spoken of in the original fellowship. Well, the word sponsorship may not have been in the very beginning. But the, the idea behind coming alongside somebody and sponsoring them in a way that is helpful to them and help guide them and 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 give them some direction that they may not have is very clear in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous and in the NA Basic Text. Uh because it's that philosophy that in order to keep what you have, you need to give it away. That's even a biblical truth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So there's a whole chapter on how to do that. It talks about, and if you're wondering about this, you need to read this, folks. It talks about the first visit with the person that's suffering. It talks about the second visit. It talks about how to communicate with their loved ones and their family members. It talks about how to introduce the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous to that person. There's all these methods that are lined up that have been proven and over time I've been very, very successful. Um, So I really encourage you to do that. But I wanted to talk about um, the spiritual awakening, carrying the message, and practicing the principles. Those three main points today. So, Tony, let me ask you. You said some time went by and then you started seeing how this program was benefiting you. Mm -hmm. Was that a process of a spiritual awakening for you? as a result of going through the step process
4: i didn't actually start my steps until like a year into it with my sponsor mm-hmm. and i actually met my sponsor in treatment and we went to meetings together but i think what has changed it was my thinking like my head cleared up a little bit and i'm yeah. like not of like oh my god what were you doing more of like i want to live life i want to be in the moment i want to right have what these people have and um Knowing that, even though I battled with religion, but it said it perfectly right there because they was saying <clears throat> spiritual awakening. Then I was like battling my own god of who that is or sure. what to believe. Um, I think after I clarified that within my own head is when I started seeing a lot of difference. Right. Yeah. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah.
5: Okay. Sure does. What about you, Marv? <clears throat> was there was there a light bulb moment for you? <clears throat> was it during the step process? Or was it? at a specific meeting what what kind of because you you came in for other reasons that, than what you stayed for mm-hmm. so what happened and what caused you to stay
1: well um actually it was quite profound because my very first meeting um i had the realization that i was missing something as far as and now hindsight's twenty right. twenty spirituality sure um, I didn't know that then exactly but uh, at the same time I, I got to tell this that there was things on that wall that that I I didn't agree with I took uh, almost Issue offense yeah to it Can you but, give us
5: an example huh <clears throat> can you give us an example.
1: Yeah. There was no mention of Christ. See, when I came in, I was already a A, Christian. A Christian, yeah. Yeah. So there was nothing about Christ or... And And that that was a turnoff to you. That bothered me. Yeah. So what I did, I had a friend who was a Lutheran pastor here Mm -hmm. in town, and... uh, uh, got together with him and and I said I told him I said Arnie uh, went to this AA meeting and I says I don't know what to think about it because there's nothing up there about Christ or a- anything like that and I says I don't I don't know if I should keep going to it or not yeah and now keeping in mind that at the same time there was a, dr- a draw. Something was drawing me to go back. Mm. But then intellectually, I was fighting it. And he looked at me, he said, Marv, he says, uh, AA works, don't question it. Mm. And I was driving home, going down the freeway, and people are going to think I'm weird, (laughs) but it was as if I specifically heard a voice... And it, what it was, it said, "Know that I'm God. Do not put me in a box." Wow. Mm-hmm. And after that, I never questioned AA again.
5: Wow. Wow. That is a, that's definitely a light bulb moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then you kept going back. Yeah. And you've been there for a long time. A while. Yeah, a while. <laughs> yeah. Was your mustache uh, darker? back then probably probably, <laughs> it probably was yeah. you know it's interesting isn't it because we we hear so often that if i had saw god up on the wall or if i had saw jesus or christ on the wall i would have left but seldom do we hear but we know it's true there's a bunch of us that because it wasn't there we uh-huh. almost left and we don't like we don't hear that as much cuz i think some of us are kind of shy to say that but but it's true i was the same way i was like huh you know i saw this thing as a generic god and i didn't of course at the time i didn't understand you know why the approach was the way it was now i get it but i i didn't get it at the time denver, denver what about you man was there a light bulb moment was there a spiritual awakening that occurred and <laughs> What happened uh
0: don't put God in a box, thank you
5: or in a brown paper bag
0: for that do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't look too deep in that brown paper bag uh, that's a good comment because uh I believe that whether you're in a twelve you come through a twelve step program or you know AA, in a whatever it is or through a fellowship at a church, I was not a Christian. When I joined Teen Challenge,
2: right,
5: and, uh, which was a Christian-based,
0: yeah, it's a faith-based uh, yeah. drug and alcohol recovery discipleship program. They don't only deal with your uh, pretense of alcoholism. For right. me, uh, it was a spiritual issue also. So it doesn't God putting God in a box is not right because He's in all of this. You bet. You know, light ball moment. I don't. I don't think I had some pivotal boom moment mm-hmm. with this awakening of mine. It's been uh it's been fabulous. Yeah. But it hasn't been a light bulb moment. Um the helping others no matter what program you're in is going to fall into place. I mean, mm-hmm. it's scriptural, Mm-hmm. whether you're in AA or whatever, sooner or later, it's going to come down to, uh, wow, I, I need to help that person. Cause you can relate to that. So I don't even know if I'm getting close to what the question was that you're at, at, asking me. I didn't have a light bulb moment. I have them all the time,
5: mm-hmm. you know? Okay.
0: Sure. Yeah. It's just been a, a, a growth process. I love it. Uh, I, I like to say people irritate me way past my means. But it, it, <laughs> seriously, though, when you're in recovery and you start, like you said, Tony, you start to get a little clarity, it it becomes a, a desire in your heart to want to help others. Right. To share what you've got. Right.
5: So let's go with the, the second part of this. And we'll start with you, Denver, uh, because you kind of went into that. We tried to carry the message to others. So we've been given this wonderful gift called sobriety we've get, given another wonderful gift and that is the presence of God's spirit in our lives <clears throat> um that's the and the fellowship of the spirit not the spirit of the fellowship the fellowship of the spirit which is God's holy spirit uh and now we want to carry this good news to other people um when you when you give this Stuff away when you try to teach these principles, especially if you're in a treatment or discipleship program or something like that, you come across obstacles that can be very discouraging. True, it's frustrating. Yeah, it is frustrating. You uh,
0: you reach out and you you know in your heart, you know, you feel it in your spirit that this is working and you want others to have it, but it is frustrating you can't you can't give up because i remind myself constantly and i reminded the guys of this the other day i said when i get frustrated with you guys i usually very and it gets quicker nowadays i take a deep breath and go where did you come from mm. how much grace did you have in your life you mean to you your, ask yourself this i ask myself yeah. this when i get frustrated with somebody out there that i'm trying to you need to get this right i got to step back and i go uh where did you come from? Mm. And that always regrounds me to the fact of the grace that was shown me. Right. Through this walk. that uh, This continued walk. Daily walk.
5: Yeah. And it, it's, <clears throat> you know, it, in my situation, I was in a position at one time where the people I was working with, I didn't feel were hindering my ability to work with them. But it was the people I was working under. And so I had to make a decision if I wanted to continue to help other people, I had to get my head clear and I had to take a step back, and that's not anybody on anybody else but my own self. And so sometimes we have to do that, but, it, but it, it's challenging. This whole, this <clears throat> whole working with people that are very very sick is very very challenging, and yes. it's easy to lose our way, right, Tony? <laughs> yeah. So so. When you try to share this with other people, because you've worked in service work, you've been the secretary of a meeting for mm. long periods of time, um, trying to give this away can be frustrating, but is it is it well worth it?
4: It's rewarding. I mean, I haven't had a sponsee, you know, complete the 12 steps yet, but that doesn't mean I'm a bad sponsor. They no. just weren't ready. Sure. Um, and that gets... And I've, after a couple of times of working with people I'm like close to, Mm -hmm. I've kind of told myself not to do that again because I'm too vested in them already. Gotcha. On a personal level. So um, I've had to let a couple go and a couple have gotten a little frustrated at me. But, (laughs) you know, you got to not take it personally and not think it's your fault. And I I still have a couple of people that I kind of see every now and again and they still give me the cold shoulder thinking, you know.
2: I yeah, kind of messed happens. them up,
4: but, you know, I got to let them go and let them learn and let them grow, and I can't do that. Right, I can't make them sober. I can't make them want no, to be sure. sober. But it, it it has given me a thicker skin. It's made me grow up a lot, and it's very rewarding and challenging at the same time. I like what you – I'm going to start doing that. Where did you come from?
5: Asking yourself. Yeah, because
4: yeah. then you got to, like, put your mindset back there. Like, you do. Oh, I remember that, but – it goes back. I it, want you sober.
5: It goes back to that four-step piece that yeah. says they, like ourselves, were sick, too. Yeah, and that's we, where I, I lose a ourselves. lot of
4: my sponsees is the four-step because it, it takes a lot to dig that deep. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not easy. And for that's people. common. Yeah, that's it's common. very common. For, uh, for step people, four
5: and step nine. Step yeah. four, we're starting to put down on paper and looking at ourselves and people get squirrely about that and step mm-hmm. nine that's when they're facing people face to face and they get squirrely about that uh-huh. and so yeah
4: and it's just hard because i want it so bad for them but i can't do it for him
5: so marv practicing these principles in all our affairs
4: mm. <laughs> 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 well
0: all uh, of our affairs
5: how was that uh, played
0: I, I, out for
1: you? I'm probably not 100% perfect <laughs> on that one. <laughs>
5: well, I don't think any of us are. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, you know, one of the things I do, and I'm not by any means saying this is right, but what the thought that goes through my mind quite often is God doesn't enable us to... Um, uh, to do the things we do, he doesn't enable us to do that. Mm. We, we do it and we make a mess of stuff, okay. and and there you are, you know. Mm. Well, I feel the same way about sponsorship. Um, and, and and you know, I'm I'm not saying I'm right, but I won't chase people around. No, either will I. Um, you know
5: and there's people there's plenty of people that'll do that
1: you know how many times <laughs> i used to you know they send that list around phone numbers you put your right. phone you know how many times people have called me on that off that mm-hmm.
5: zero zero yeah
1: and um, i think
5: i've had i think i've been called once and off then of the list. I, yeah. 20, I have i have sponsored, 30 years
1: <laughs> i have sponsored people but yeah. um And I tell him right off the bat, look, you know, uh, I'm more than happy to help, but uh, I'm not going to chase you around. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and um, that, uh, and and I base that on the fact that God didn't chase me around. Right. He was a gentleman. He, uh, he sat there and he waited. Yeah. Mm And uh, now I think there was some things that went on supernaturally. I kind of hate to use that word, but supernaturally that drew me to him. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't enable me to keep picking up the bottle and drinking and and having the kind of attitudes in life and stuff that, that yeah. I had. Yeah. And um, so I don't know. I One of the things I do, I know you probably all do, uh, a lot of people do, is... I hear something in a meeting going on and and uh and I keep it in mind to pray for that person. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know. But uh I'm open. Mhm. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm open to helping people.
5: Mm-hmm. And and uh you know, and this speaks to a, a part there's so much in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Um and it cannot even be the surface can not even be scratched in 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 a one hour show or even a 30 minute show, but uh, it says, do not be discouraged if your prospect does not respond at once. Search out another alcoholic and try again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't say give up, never offer, your, offer help. It's just try again. Uh, mm-hmm. You are sure to find someone desperate enough to accept with eagerness what you offer. We find it a waste of time to keep chasing a man who cannot or will not work with you. it mm-hmm. doesn't mean the guy's a bad guy. It doesn't mean he's evil. Doesn't It just means it's just a waste of time. If you leave such a person alone, he may soon become convinced that he cannot recover by himself. To spend too much time on any one situation is to deny some other alcoholic an opportunity to live and be happy. One of our fellowship failed entirely with his first half dozen prospects. So be not discouraged, Tony. That some that you, your people haven't oh, yeah. worked all twelve steps yet. Uh, he often says that if he had continued to work on them, he might have deprived many others who have since recovered. Mm-hmm. Other chance, so, you know, and it's kind of in your situation, Denver, where you you're working with people that are in a controlled environment. Um, you you guys just keep plugging along, and they kind of make the decision to leave, right? They they, they say, you know what, I'm out of here, I'm done with it, this.
0: Sometimes you have to help them make that decision, but
5: yeah, uh, personalities
0: often, you know one one person will not be able to click with another with another. Yeah. And then that's where where you said cut it loose, you know, mm-hmm. and and find another one. That's fine because not all personalities that's are right. going to click, you know? Yeah. So
5: So practicing practicing these principles in, in all our affairs means exactly that. Mm-hmm. And what are those principles? 1 through 12. Mhm. Those are the principles. Those are the steps. So I can apply these steps in my life. Um, sometimes I choose not to <laughs> <laughs> because of pride and ego, and you know what? It, what? What is our true problem? Well, selfish self-centeredness—that we think is the root of our problem. Uh-huh. Um, those things don't go away just because we put down the bottle or stop. Smoking dope or whatever it is we're doing. They actually come to light. They, right? they do. And and I've said it before. Not, and Bruce used to say this all the time. Nothing will make your character defects glare brighter than working <laughs> with another person in recovery. Oh, yeah. It'll come out. And uh-huh. so we're constantly working on ourselves. And and uh, I think that's why it says practicing these principles in all our affairs. We're constantly putting them to practice. Um, why? Because we are now in the business of being of maximum service to God and the people he puts in our lives and that was the true reason that God guided us i believe all four of us anyway into mm-hmm. the rooms because he had a plan for us and i think he has a plan for everybody i do and and uh and we're all different mm-hmm. you know But I I think if we don't take this to the next level, if we don't offer assistance to people, then we're not just cheating them out of a life uh, that is wonderful. We're we're cheating ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you miss out on a lot of
0: joy. You do. Like I said, frustration and heartache and everything else goes along with that. But when you see somebody getting it, the light bulb, as we said, goes off, that is wonderful
4: whether you're working with them or not. Yeah. Just watching it.
5: Yeah. It's just wonderful to see that. Yeah. Any closing thoughts? Mm. Any? Any going once? Going twice? We <laughs> love you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tony, how can they listen to the show?
4: You can listen and download any of our shows by going to take12radio.com and clicking on follow me on Podomatic. Once <laughs> you
3: nice <laughs> once
4: you learn there you can download our app for Android or iOS. You can comment on the shows love us or hate us. We would love to hear from you either way.
0: and you can also listen to the shows on our YouTube channel. simply go to take twelve radio dot. And click on the YouTube icon And if you'd like to uh, send us your email Please do Our email address is Take12radio at net.
5: That'll be take12radio at comcast.net And so our closing song Is by recovery recording artist Jerry Vandiver um, It's called The Heel of the Bread Now When we're working with people or we're in a relationship or whether it's an employee, a best friend, a significant other, whatever, sometimes we can misread intentions Mm -hmm. because we're human beings. This song kind of speaks to that. So for those of you who are in a 12-step position in the sense of of working with other people and maybe they're frustrating and, you know, sometimes we can misread intentions. Uh, Listen to this song as we close out. It's pretty powerful.
2: Thursday nights, Betty made a roast. Lester would buy a warm loaf from the bakery. After work at five. Eddie set the china plates. Lester said the nightly grace and carved the meat and bread with pride. And then he'd pass the heel along to her. Because she loved him, she choked it down without a word. Ain't it funny how we live? Feelings go unsaid, and the time we lose when intentions are misread. And ain't it sad how we misjudge so many signs of love, like Lester and Betty, and the heel of the bread. Twenty years of Thursday nights, Betty somehow wore a smile and kept her protest quietly concealed. But one night after a long, hard day, she threw that hated heel away, and with angry words, her resentment was revealed. Lester shook his head. And said if I had known I gave it to you Cause it's the part I love the most Ain't it funny how we live Our feelings go unsaid And the time we lose When intentions are misread And ain't it Said how we misjudge so many signs of love, like Lester in bed and the heel of the bread, like Lester in bed and the heel of the bread.
5: Jerry Vandiver, the heel of the bread. Hey, listen, don't forget this Wednesday, a brand new victory report where we have the privilege of interviewing members of Teen Challenge of Arizona, sharing their experience, strength, and hope as it relates to overcoming life-controlling issues. That's right here at Take12Radio.com on your internet dial. Until next time, this is the Take 12 Recovery Radio family and me, the Monty Man. We are all wishing God's perfect serenity. For you. Bye bye now. Good guys,
3: bad boys, we're all the same. You sing by grace to the knee of the game.
2: Turn around, hit the ground, time to lay your burden down.
4: This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting.
2: Cause she's a super cat, super cat, she's super kitty, meow. Yeah, kitty, 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 meow. <laughs> Woof!
3: <laughs> <laughs>